Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's June 24th, 1374. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. So it was on this day that citizens in the German city of Aachen poured out of their homes and into the streets where they began to dance and leap and writhe in the streets uncontrollably. And this wasn't the first ever outbreak of something of this kind, something that came to be known as dancing plague or choreomania. But it was one of the largest. And over the next few months, it spread to Cologne and to Flanders and to Strasbourg and to Utrecht, even across borders to Italy and Luxembourg. Hold on. Before we talk about the chronology of this and, you know, any further footnotes to this main event, can we just focus on what we're discussing here? People dancing to exhaustion, some until they broke their ribs and subsequently died. Yeah. And still, hundreds of years later, we're not entirely sure why it happened. It's so weird. And the and the reports from the time are of people kind of wailing and hollering and going, please, you know, make it stop. It wasn't joyful dancing. It was this pained, suffering, big outlet of emotion. We still, to this day, really don't know what it was all about. But it looks like it wasn't just a big dance party, that's for sure. And, and it went on for a really crazy amount of time, too. There are reports from the 7th century of people going into these weird, prolonged trance-like dances. And they were still dancing in 1374. (laughs) But the final major outbreak occurred in Strasbourg in 1518. It started with one woman dancing, it increased and increased, and what happened in the end was city officials hired musicians to play and forcibly transferred the dancers into guild halls and kind of wanted them to sort of dance it out where supposedly some of them just carried on dancing till they died of exhaustion and they were forced to give that idea up. I just find that absolutely extraordinary. I know that when you hear music, you naturally, there's a thing, you know, rhythm kind of takes hold of you and your body will start moving in time with the music. But just to see someone effectively having a fit and think, oh, they're, they're dancing what we must do to cure this is play music. (laughs) Surely you should put them in a dark room and get them to lie down, not like join in with a band. I mean, the whole business just seems pretty absurd and frankly a bit unlikely to us these days. But actually... Apparently, modern scholars take at least a couple of the outbreaks fairly seriously. Some they think have been sort of added to and and built up over time and that, you know, maybe people didn't dance for an entire year without breaking and then fall down and, and die after a year of nonstop dancing. But the one in 1374 is uh, one example and the one that Rebecca mentioned in 1518 in Strasbourg, that's another example. But these are fairly well documented by the reputable chroniclers mm. of their age. And so contemporary academics have really started to look into what it may be all about. And there's a bunch of really interesting theories on that. Yeah, one is that they may have ingested ergot, which is like mould that grows on the stalks of ripening rye. So basically they've eaten some contaminated flour and that that can cause hallucinations. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) It just seems like a crazy idea to to have flour tremors. But anyway, (laughs) it could have caused spasms, but then that doesn't 
account for it lasting for days at a time. No, and that's also what they think was potentially the cause of the weird behaviour at the centre of the Salem witch trials as well, Mm. because they also ate a lot of rye bread. If you've got any rye in your cupboards, just be very careful. (laughs) I just like the idea that you turn up for a rave with like a little bag of rye bread. (laughs) (laughs) Uncut rye. (laughs) That's not the only theory, because... One thing that's been pointed out is obviously not everyone was eating rye bread. And also this fungus only grows during wet months. And some of the Mm -hmm. dancing manias happened at other times of the year. So there also is a theory that it was a sort of mass hysteria Mm. response to stressful, traumatic times. Which if you think about the medieval era, most of it was a stressful, traumatic time for most people. You know, famine, plagues, etc., which again was happening pretty much everywhere all the time, that Mm. they were sort of seized by this hysterical outlet. And in 1374, apparently the region near the Rhine was suffering from the aftermath of the Black Death. And in 1518, these sort of agreed upon dates, people were struggling with famine, disease, and newfound belief in supernatural forces that could cause them to dance. And that's the thing, that feeling that it was triggered by things like poverty and disease ties into the sense that it resulted in a sort of either some individual mental illness that then transfers to other people by mass hysteria or just mass hysteria that as its sort of starting point. So that's kind of where yes. it ended up, yeah. So the, the mass hysteria thing I think is a really interesting thing because however it starts, whether it's poisoning or whether it's just epilepsy, like for a small minority of people, that doesn't cover the kind of virality of it, but it would make sense why someone's having spasms and a fit. Obviously, modern science would be able to explain it's the mass hysteria that then makes it catch, mm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that seems ridiculous, but it's sort of no more ridiculous than people hyperventilating and collapsing because One Direction are doing a book signing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't take that much, actually, when you have a community of people who are all into the same thing to get swept up in something. Yeah. But there also just may have been people joining in because they could. I mean, once you'd cottoned on to it being an excuse, <laughs> if you'd been sent to live out your days in a nunnery, it would have been quite liberating, wouldn't it, to have a reason to behave how you like for a while, for a few days. You know, walk around howling, stripping, making obscene gestures and get away with it because everyone's like, oh, she's got the dancing mania. I mean, that must have happened a bit. Oh, man, I totally agree. And I did have in mind when I was reading some of the accounts that it sounds like sour grapes from people who weren't invited to a really fun party but were on the fringes <laughs> yeah. of it. It's like and they were like, oh. It's like people went around whispering about dancing mania before the modern equivalent would be like a WhatsApp yeah. group you're not invited <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah. Well, like a, a flash mob that, and you're like, and you're one yeah. of those bystanders. <laughs> <laughs> Flashmob with a lot of death. Yeah. It's funny you should say that. You know the very jolly Italian folk music that's called Tarantella? You may remember it from mm. the lyrics of That's Amore. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, or the 1950 song Lucky, Lucky, Lucky Me. Oh, no, lucky, yeah. lucky, lucky yeah, Me. Yeah, there was during the, that weird 1950s Italian craze. That comes mm. from a fo- this thing in Italy. It was, pre- it was similar to Dancing Mania. It was called Tarantism because it was believed that if you were bitten by a spider, you had to keep dancing to a specific like tempo of music in order to not die from the spider bite. So people would <laughs> dance and the style of music came to be called Tarantella. So that would separate the venom from the blood, would it? I don't think that they had like that sophisticated a level of understanding of what was happening. They would just like keep dancing. Do you know that tarantulas are named after Taranto, the town in Italy that gives its name to Tarantism as well? Huh. But the spiders that bit them weren't tarantulas. No, they weren't what we'd call... I think they were like wolf spiders, they're called. 
How weird. To come from a place that's inspired a dance based on being bitten by a spider that isn't named after the town and another more famous spider comes along. It's like the absurdity of the fact that Bologna doesn't call Bolognese Bolognese. Mm. They call it ragu and insist on Bolognese not being a thing that exists. (laughs) Shut up, Italy. (laughs) Did you know that the Pied Piper of Hamelin story is thought to have its roots in a dancing mania? in 1237 in which a large group of children danced 12 miles which doesn't seem that far but probably was quite far at the time from Erfurt to Arnstadt 12 miles of dancing is well, a lot of children have got a lot of, lot of energy guys um, but they danced apparently for no conceivable reason and that's where the Pied Piper of Hamelin story supposedly I did not know that because I, I always thought that Pied Piper was like an allegory you know a metaphor for religion or cults or the power of persuasion or something mm. i didn't realize no that, no it was ripped uh, from the headlines something like that had actually yeah. happened <laughs> another name for dancing mania if you want to look more into this is st vitus dance because they thought it was caused by vitus who's one of the saints yeah, right yeah curses from various saints there are actually quite a few conditions named after saints including <laughs> st job's disease which is syphilis Oof. Yeah. There was also I'll, I'll give you two more. You can get you can shout me out. Saint Fiacre's mm. disease. Mm. Boils. Mm. On the right grounds of unpleasant and embarrassing. Postules. Vomiting. When boils become postules and you vomit. <laughs> okay, I'm officially sickened. That was piles. Also, okay. also bad. Yeah, yeah. No. And it, it, I, yeah. God, imagine achieving sainthood and then you get that named after you. <laughs> I know. You. Any one of these. It's what a smack in the yeah. face. <laughs> uh, the other one I had was St. Martin's Evil. I thought that was like an alternative medicine from Holland and Barrett. <laughs> no, that was for drunkenness, which I think is a bit of a slap in the face oh, to St. Martin. Good. I'm always amazed at those doctors who want to name conditions after themselves. You're like, oh God, you don't want that condition to be named after you, like Parkinson's or whatever. Well, that might be why Aachen in Germany has uh, not really commemorated their position in history <laughs> as the home of dancing mania in 1374. If you look on TripAdvisor now, the biggest thing to do there is a Lint factory outlet store. Mm. That sounds more fun, to be fair. Which yeah. I, I think would be like dancing mania for me. <laughs> I mean, it, that would be... I'd be the Pied Piper <laughs> of Arkham, <laughs> distributing my pick-and-mix uh, Lindor around the town. <laughs> Tomorrow. That's the reason, apparently, that Americans still have this slightly peculiar way of using their knife and fork. Love the show? Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 